0: I don't know like people keep saying movies. I love movies, don't get me wrong, but I see myself very being a boss, being a CEO, mm. and then just doing the behind. Successful. Right. Fame 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 is a moment. Success is a lifetime. Right. We want to be successful.
1: Hundred percent. We man.
0: wanna have generational wealth. We wanna be able to understand what it takes to yeah. have generational wealth. Fame
1: Welcome is- to the It's Not That Deep podcast. I'm your host, Deepak Sharma, and this podcast aims to connect communities through conversation. I believe that humans are fundamentally the same, and we all kind of really want the same thing, so I like talking to people from all kinds of different walks of life to explore just that. This week, I sit down with Reggie Cash, a 25-year-old Ottawa native who makes all kinds of really hype Instagram and YouTube videos, really funny kind of stuff and content. He's an entertainer, he's an MC, a host of all kinds of different events around the Ottawa area and it's pretty well known and just does all kinds of really hype stuff I really enjoyed my conversation with them today we talk about all kinds of things such as creating content social media the power of uh, creating a personal brand putting Ottawa the city on the map and all kinds of goals and aspirations. We also talk about our shared passion for football and the Patriots. We get into sports and fitness, that kind of stuff. And it was just a really great conversation. I had a lot of fun and I hope you can get a lot of value from it as well. I love bringing this kind of content to you, but I need your help to take it to the next level. And here's how you can help. Please subscribe on whatever platform you consume podcasts on. Leave a rating and review. Share the link to the podcast on all platforms. Subscribe to the email list on my website. not that deep podcast.com and contribute to my patreon page i hope you enjoy the podcast and remember it's not that deep reggie cash welcome to the it's not that deep podcast bro
0: Thanks for having me, Brody.
1: Thanks for coming out here. We've been trying to schedule this for a little while now, but it's finally happening.
0: Yeah, yeah, you know how it is. We're just working, we grinding, and uh, it's finally good to be here. And it's time to like, you know, let 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 this shit rock.
1: Yeah, let's do it, man. Uh, we've been uh, talking about doing this for a while because you're an entertainer. You're from Ottawa, like myself, yeah. an Orleans native. Yeah, been out here creating content, doing all kinds of exciting things. I love your videos. I actually find them hilarious. <laughs> Thank you, bro. The LRT one had me rolling. <laughs> <laughs> Calling out the boy, Jim Watson. <laughs> That's my boy, though. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, man, let's start at the beginning, man. Like, what made you actually start, you know, making this kind, these kinds of videos and this kind of content and hosting and all the different things you do?
0: Oh, boy. Um, I've been doing this about, I would say, nine years. Okay. It's crazy how time just goes by 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 mm-hmm. but uh pretty much the journey really started i like to say in 2011 i was still in high school i went to a uh, art school okay a french school de la side okay and at first it's funny because i never wanted to go there i never wanted to go to that high school and uh, I wanted to follow my big sister's footsteps. She went to Siamiji. G. I wanted to go to Siamiji. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm actually originally from Gloucester. Okay. And then we moved to Orleans when I was like 14. Okay, okay. And I've been in Orleans like since 2006. Okay. So I've been deep in Orleans, but I've always been around downtown and all that type of stuff. I like to say Orleans was kind of like my, my home during the weekend. Okay. Because the weeks, right, the, the, the days were long. But the the years were quick type of thing.
1: What's art school like? Um what's the much, difference between that and like just normal school?
0: So pretty much it's kinda like I would say if you go to a sports school, they focus more on sports. Okay. So you have your normal classes mm-hmm. and then you have like something we had called concentration. Okay. And we would have literally like that class two times a day. Okay. So I get to the aside grade seven, you know, I'm really not I'm 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 liking it in a sense because some of my boys were there, Mm -hmm. and in grade nine, all of my boys came through. Right, and at some point, they kind of enrolled me into like this weird program. Okay, and actually, in grade ten, they did that. In grade nine, I took uh, I took drama. Okay, and I enjoyed drama, but the thing was is that acting is something I never really wanted to do, Uh just because. I didn't want to memorize the script. I just felt nervous memorizing a script. Oh, man. Same. So I was just like, damn. Okay. <laughs> so I, I'm going to just, sorry. I'm going to just like, damn, the water. I'm going to just like forget about all that and just focus on whatever opportunities I got. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So then in grade 10, they put me in something called like uh, cinema. I'm like, what the hell? So I go see my gowns class. I'm like, "What is this? Like, I don't want to be in this. Like, I'm going away from arts because you actually have the chance, right? Okay. You can just have like normal classes, or you can actually be in arts. Okay. And me, I was, like, me, I was like, "Damn, I'm not gonna do all that." Mm-hmm. So I check it out. I go into the like, I go into the class. I see some of my boys in the class, grade ten. I'm like, "Okay, this is this is interesting. This is cool," and then. I really took off, but not knowing I was going to do this later on. Right, right, so right. So I get, a, I would say, a, a comprehension on how to edit videos. Okay. How to make a video, per se. Mm-hmm. And also be in front of the video. Okay. And if people know me from high school, I've always wanted to be a star. I always wanted to... They always ask me, yo, what do you want to do? I want to be famous. Not knowing exactly what that meant or what that entailed, but I just wanted to be that guy. And... I just fell in love in in being in front of the camera.
1: Okay. So it wasn't the behind the scenes stuff that excited you as much. It was more the being in front of the camera. Yeah. Even though memorizing a script, and I can relate to that because me, I hate anything to do with memorizing anything. I just can't do it. Like, it's just not how my brain works. Like, if you tell me something and I understand it, I'll be able to do it, talk about it, whatever. Yeah. That's why I like podcasting. As soon as I have to memorize any kind of script, any kind, even if it's a sentence, I will fuck it up so quick. <laughs> <laughs> that was, so that was actually a big struggle for me like when mm-hmm. I started this thing is I started recording uh my intros. So let's say like after this podcast, I'm going to record a little intro just of you and blah 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 what we talked about, just like a little 30 second thing. That thirty seconds, I would dread it so much because <laughs> I'm sitting there in front of a like, Hey, welcome to it's not that deep. I'm just like it feels weird, man. Yeah, I can't. yeah. yeah. Uh, today I'm sitting with like it just feels weird. It's not like natural for me, you yeah, know. Yeah, yeah. But uh, that's that's very interesting, man. You mentioned to me earlier that uh, you're a big fan of Will Smith.
0: Hundred percent. Talk 100%. to
1: me about that, bro. How did that come about? Did it start with Fresh Prince? Like, where did this, where did this love for Will Smith come from, man?
0: Man, a mixture of Fresh Prince, <laughs> uh-huh. a mixture of Bad Boys, okay, Bad Boys, a mixture of Men in Black, all that. Uh, movies I vividly remember from my childhood, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and later on Independence Day, right? Um, I Robot. I just...
1: I am legend. Like, the list uh, just goes on, bro. Pursuit of Happiness. happiness. Ali. uh, Pursuit of Happiness, I will say, is probably one of my favorite, though. I agree.
0: It just hits you in the feels, bro. It hits you right in the heart. And you're just like, damn, like, that's how he does this? Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Like, oh, my God. With
1: his son, too. Like, his actual son in the movie. I'm like, bro... Are you kidding me right now? Like It don't get better than that. It doesn't. It doesn't, it doesn't get better than I can that. I could rewatch that movie a million times, man. Yeah, for sure. Just the struggle of him trying to sell what are those scanners or something like that? Like... Can you imagine though? <laughs> like that was really
0: life in like the early 2000s or like was it like mid 90s I would yeah, say? Yeah, yeah, I think mid-90s? that's when it was it was set, yeah. Like mid 90s and you're like really people are out here selling scanners like, bro, are you serious? Yeah. But um, no Will Smith fam, it was just uh. It's the creativity behind him, right? Uh, mm-hmm. you could relate to somebody in a sense where he did his own show and he was himself, right? And you're like, damn, he just literally became famous off himself, yeah, off yeah. his personality, 100%. and his personality was infectious and it, gravi- it gravitated towards me as holy, like, you can just be that guy mm-hmm. and just being yourself. You don't need to be anybody else. It's the energy at exactly. the end of the
1: day, right? Like, you enter any room, and if Will Smith's in that room, he's probably bringing the energy up, 100%. elevating all the people around him uh unless you're unless you're that aunt viv from uh like the, the, <laughs> the first, first one the first one <laughs> the apparently, party one. apparently they really did butt heads they did not they, they did don't not like each lucky. other at hate all. to this day apparently i remember going down some like internet rabbit hole just like no way like is this real like and no yeah they hated each other so much that they had to switch it like i found that hilarious
0: man but hey from what I read, Will Smith was the boss of the show, yep, and it's whatever he says goes. Mm-hmm. So if well, you he don't... was the show
1: exactly at the end of the day. Even though you have this amazing cast around you, mm-hmm. everyone you got Uncle Phil, Carlton, all these people, it's it's Will, it's 100%. Fresh Prince of Bel Air. Without know? Will,
0: there ain't no Fresh Prince. Exactly, you can't exactly. have a show without Will. Exactly. Come on now.
1: One thing that stuck out to me about Will Smith and his career and like his progression and stardom and like maintaining that that level is his ability to adapt and still do different things and different roles. And I remember I don't know if it was like a YouTube video, one of those like motivation ones or something, mm-hmm. and it's just Will Smith talking about like like if someone's on the treadmill next to me, I will die before I stop. Or just some some, you know, some shit mm-hmm. like that. That fired me up, man. That kept me going through the football days and yeah. this kind of stuff like, man, I need that Will Smith mentality, you know? Mm-hmm but uh there was there was another thing where he was like i think he like he went skydiving for the first time. I don't know if you saw this he talks about he talks about like his experience uh jumping out of a plane for the first time and how it was like terrifying to him like most people who haven't uh sky skydove skydiving i don't know mm-hmm. uh people who have not gone skydiving uh it's a it's a scary thing, right, and this guy just talked about. Yeah, it scared the shit out of me, so I did it. And because I did that, I could do anything. Now you see him, he's out here making TikToks. He's just adaptable, man. He's just doing whatever he has to do Mm -hmm. to just remain the superstar status that he is. Well...
0: At the end of the day, right, he's a brand. Mm. And that Will Smith brand represents so much people. So for him, he's building, and he already did build his empire. So for him, that's what he's doing. He's just breaking more barriers that he already broke. And it's just it's crazy. And that's why you just get inspired by somebody like him. Because think about it. He started as a rapper, got broke, and he had to reinvent himself again. And like you said, right, it's just being able to adapt. It's being able to, like reinvent yourself and that's the biggest thing in this game is reinventing yourself over and over again
1: you talk about uh building a brand being the brand you've gone through some different ventures yourself why don't you take us through your journey a little bit and tell the people what are some of the things you you've been up to some of the things you've done some of the things you stopped doing continue doing let's get into that a
0: little bit yeah for sure so let me just get back to the little story i was telling you yeah yeah sure man pretty much 2011 was a great year for me i had a chance to find my passion a lot of people don't get that chance to find their passion but just stick through to whatever that's why i always tell people find things you like to do and for me i figured out i like to do videos but i didn't know i was going to do videos a couple of months from now Mm -hmm. so final year of high school grade 12 i get presented with the opportunity to host our final pep rally. Kind of like a bye-bye in front of like the entire school. Yeah. So they would break it down from grade seven, eight, then high school. So I, I had a chance to do that with my best friend. And um, that's the first show I've ever hosted. And the energy I got from that was just insane. Yeah. I just felt like I belonged there. I knew since that moment on that. Okay, I don't know how I'm gonna do this. I don't know. There's not a there's not a book yeah, yeah. on how to become a host. Yeah. What is a host? Yeah. Like, who wants to become a master of ceremony? Right, right, right. And um, I had a chance to enjoy it to the highest to the highest of levels. So well, that's get in front of hundreds of students, right? Oh man, the yeah. entire school, like oh, 500. That's crazy. So like the first time ever, at 500, and you you just can't freeze. Yeah, yeah. So yeah. I, I right then I knew, I, I think I can do this. So, graduated high school, go to university. I'm kind of struggling my first year. And I kind of linked up with one of my old classmates that were that was in the class. And I'm like, yo, man, I'm just having a hard time at university. And I just started making YouTube videos. Okay. So, I, I literally just start making YouTube videos, bro. And my videos weren't the best at all. And uh, this one time, one of my uh, friends... He's like, yo, your videos are not doing too good. I'm like, well, then come help me then. <laughs> so then I link up with my boy McGill Aiden, and then we form our YouTube channel under my name Reggie Cash Jr. And we really take off. So when I'm saying taking off, we started like, you know, doing a little things. Then we started doing skits. This is when YouTube people are doing skits. Right, right, right. And I remember then that <laughs> I get a chance to do uh shit out of what people say. And that was the first time I had a chance to really go viral in my city, understanding what that meant. Right. So I do shout out what people say crazy. Everything goes crazy. Everything goes wild. And I'm kind of known. Like people are stopping me on Canada Day. Hey, aren't you? Yeah, yeah aren't you this guy? Yeah, 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 and I'm yeah. like, damn, I'm like, this is crazy. Like, <laughs> yeah. Why are people stopping me like this? And then I'm telling my boy, like, man, we got to focus on the money (laughs) because that's the money. That's that's what we're doing this for. Not for the the attention or whatever. But then that starts to consume you a little bit because fame is one hell of a drug. Even if it's a 10% fame, even if it's a 0.195% fame, you get addicted to it. So I became addicted to being noticed Mm. and I stopped making videos. Okay. I stopped making videos for about, I stopped in 2014, 15, uh, 15, I'd say, 14, and I took a break. I started hosting from 2014, 2016. Now, what do you mean by hosting? So what I mean by hosting is that I got an opportunity to become a master of ceremony. So I got the opportunity to become an MC to hype out crowds, to really open up shows, to present acts, to just be that guy that talks to the people. Yeah. And I had a chance to start with Cap City Showdown. Right. Uh, Care vibe in its early stages. Well, I like to say 2014. Really, Cara vibe was my first opportunity to like really see whoa what what this is really all about. Right. But you often said I'm 22 at the time. Right. And I'm not really understanding what it really means to be in front of these this amount of people. I don't understand crowd reaction. Mm. I don't understand what do I do to get the crowd hype. I don't know what it, the terms of knowing your audience is. So pretty much. 2014, 2015, I'm figuring this all out. And then I meet the Cash Boys at around maybe 2016. So the Cash Boys was like a crazy venture for me because I didn't want to go back to making videos. I'm hosting. I'm learning how to host. I just get a contract to host a Haitian event every month called Rendezvous Bouillon. Cap City Showdown at the time is like the hottest rap, R&B, hip-hop event. And I'm just getting my name out there but then I'm like, you know what? Like I really love doing videos mm. and it's just something in me that I love knowing that my videos can change somebody's day, wherever that person is in the world. I just know that somebody's probably gravitating to my Instagram page. Yo, I just can't wait for this guy to drop a video because it's the same with us. We gravitate towards seeing what this celebrity is doing, mm-hmm. you know, or what that person is doing. Yeah. And it's just that responsibility I put upon myself. So, With the Cash Boys, we had a great run from 2016 to probably 2018. I had a chance to, then again, figure my things out. And I just want to point out about when we said learning how to adapt. So my first, my my, my homie, the one where we first started making videos, he actually deleted all the videos we did. No way. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I, I tell people this all the time. And people are like, damn, weren't you pissed? Weren't you, like, angry? Like, bro, you had like 45K views on YouTube, 50K views on YouTube, bro. Oh, mm-hmm. At the time, you're talking to like King Bash, yeah. freaking, I don't know, 4 uh, Y'all Entertainment, yeah, when they're yeah, all yeah. hot. Like, they know you, bro. Yeah, yeah, that's crazy. And I'm like, bro, it doesn't, it doesn't define me as a person. Sorry. It's all good. Sorry. I'm like, it doesn't really define me as a, as a person because yeah. I can readapt myself. Hundred percent. So what did I do? I just restarted from the bottom, and I had a chance to learn more about myself. So after the Cash Boys, I link up with Who. Shout out to Uh, Try to make videos with him, but something was missing. Try to help me understand before we
1: even go to the that that mm-hmm. next part of your chapter there. Why why was the videos deleted? Like what what's the what the serve what does that purpose serve? Like is there it's an ego thing? Is this a uh, just, you know, you do your thing, I do mine. Like, what's going on there? Why? Um, What's the reason? I, I don't like, I'm trying to think of why would
0: you delete something that's getting views and could get views forever? Honestly, between me and you, I didn't even really ask much questions. When I, I was like, I asked why. And then his response was he wanted to do his own thing. He wanted to kind of like eliminate that aspect of things okay and for me i was like you know what like i get it because we were like young 19 to like maybe 21 22 and we kind of swore and maybe that image could bite us back later on the road so i saw it from a more professional aspect of things okay and i was like you know what i can't get mad at him for doing something like that i just wish he would have talked to me and we would have discussed about it Mm -hmm. and we would have probably came to a conclusion maybe i could have had the videos and brought it back at a later date but that's how it was. I I I didn't lose I didn't lose much sleep over it. I just I looked at it as a challenge.
1: Yeah, it is what it is. Identity. It is what it
0: is, and I'm gonna have to get back to it and prove all you people wrong again. And that just what's my burning, I would say, feeling inside of myself, just trying to prove people wrong, mm-hmm. and just getting back to that level of consistency. Because yes, you know you you love doing videos, but you get obsessed with work ethic. Mm. And just being able to produce for me, I get irked if I schedule to have a video release that day and it's not dropped. Oh, same. It, it just bothers me. It, it doesn't rub me the It's because
1: you, you've created an expectation not only for yourself, which is very important, yeah. but for the people who are consuming your content, mm-hmm. where it's like, I'm dropping every Sunday or I'm dropping every this day. Mm-hmm. When you don't do that, now you're disappointing yourself and it might not even be that big of a deal really yeah like bigger picture but to you it's like man this is not professional this is not legit i'm not i'm not doing what i'm supposed to be doing Mm -hmm. so then how'd you get back on the horse and then creating content What, what did you sit down and like have a strategy or did you just start let me just pump out as much as i can
0: so yeah so last year probably the same time i'm working with jehu and I'd say early 2019, I'm like, listen, like, it's just not going to work out. And I'm, I'm just thinking. And then I start hosting more in the clubs now. Like, I'm really that guy in the clubs. I don't like saying that, but I'm really that dude. And um, I get a chance to meet NP and Slim, who are club promoters. Uh, NP makes videos. Okay. So I'm like, yo, NP, like, yo, let's try to do a quick vid. So I make my first video, my comeback, I would say, I had a plan. So this plan was I need to get known in Ottawa again. And I'm going to rep my city no matter what. So I, at first, I wanted to drop a lot of Ottawa videos. But the problem with dropping Ottawa videos is that you just get, you hit a climax. You just stay here. Mm-hmm. And it's fun and all that until you're like, okay, hey, you can do way more. I figured that if I could do Ottawa, then a lot of people from my city can know who I am. So maybe after two, three videos. So my first video I did was uh, well, when she lives in Barhaven. Mm-hmm. So <laughs>
1: that was a funny one. <laughs> so that
0: video, when I dropped it, I'm actually, I dropped it as I was about to film another video. And my phone's just going off. Mm-hmm. I'm like, yo, why is my phone blowing up? And, and then people are just tripping out. And some people are like, oh my God, you're back. I'm like, damn. Y'all been following me like this mm-hmm. because I haven't been really doing videos. I've just been on social media, whether it's talking smack about patriots, Celtics, just being loud like I am. Yeah. But I also know how to control social media. So I like to troll. I'm a big troll. <laughs> and that's how I stay kind of relevant. And then pretty much with NP, we just created another monster, which was we're dropping videos, we're dropping material. And I'm just dropping every flipping week until I got my own equipment and then I started dropping it on my own. Like, I can drop, like, one video today, one video tomorrow. And it's just, like, it doesn't bother me because I'm just on a flow. So pretty much had a chance to meet MP. We get those videos popping again and just staying consistent. And then now I'm hosting events and i think that's the next part we're going to talk about like the 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 hosting aspect of the concerts and how crazy that been 100 percent. and that's just how i got back into being ottawa's most popular (laughs) man i love that (laughs) i love
1: that title bro um that's really hype man hearing your perspective of the the creating the videos and the journey and taking a step back and then coming back full force Mm -hmm. i really like that that's really cool and what people don't like appreciate is how much work goes into each one of those videos because yeah, it's funny and yeah, it's getting laughs and yeah, it looks like you know, about like he just did this mm-hmm. one afternoon, just having fun. Yeah, it's fun. Don't get me wrong, but people don't see it's ca- like it's calculated. There's a lot of thought mm-hmm. that has to go into it. I see the edits too, and it's like the LRT one killed me. <laughs> I got I got to bring it back to that one because it's like. <laughs> You see buses. (laughs) You you see footage of buses and stuff while you're talking. I'm like, this is hilarious. I'm actually laughing out loud.
0: It's crazy, bro, because you look at Tunnies, it's looking like Canada Day, bro. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, literally, that's how it looked like Canada Day. Mm -hmm. It legit looked like Canada Day, and that's insane to me. Bring
1: back the buses, bro. I never thought I'd say that. That, Yeah, that got me. But, like, all that aside, like, creating these videos and creating this kind of content, it also. It also can weigh on you because if you have this expectation of yourself all the mm-hmm. time to create this content, what happens if you want to pivot and go a different direction? Let's say, yo, you decide, man, I t- t- screw these videos. But you're like, man, I got to create because mm-hmm. of the validation and also mm-hmm. people, people are rocking with it. People are so happy that you're doing it. But what if you decide like, yo... This is a different direction. How are you going to pivot from that? You've done it once before, but how are you going
0: to... Um, pretty much, it's all about adapting, right? Mm-hmm. It's a moment. We're all living in moments. And if that's the moment I gave you out that, that decade or that five years, yeah. that's what I gave to you. Mm. And Don't put I,
1: me in that box you know.
0: And if I switch to another lane, those videos are going to always be there. But if you become a fan of me for what I've created over the past, then you can definitely cross over with me to see what I'm doing in the future. Absolutely. And that's, what's, that's what I think it's, it's dope because when you build a fan, you, build, you try to build them for life. Yeah. You try to have those people be inspired by what you do. Yeah. And it's, it's about inspiring people to, to, to be able to do what they want to do.
1: I love that. I love that aspect, the inspiring people. Let's bring it back real quick and talk about Ottawa. Yeah. Our beautiful city. Yeah. Gets a lot of hate, absolutely. Yeah. But I'm thinking that's changing a little bit. People are starting to embrace the city a bit more. Yeah. Seeing a lot more creators, musicians, rappers, people mm-hmm. who are embracing the city for what it is. But you brought up a very interesting point that I agree with personally, and this is something as a content creator myself, is is almost a wall that you hit, is even if every soul in this city every single person had an internet connection and subscribed Mm -hmm. and watched your shit that's like a million hits yeah that's if everything and that's a crazy assumption like that Mm -hmm. doesn't even make sense so you hit this wall you have to grow outside of it Mm -hmm. you got to even Reaching to the Torontos and uh, and and I see you even almost in a roundabout way did that with your video. Why are Ottawa mans mm-hmm. trying to be Toronto mans? Mm-hmm. Yeah, that one killed me as well because <laughs> it's it's so genius. Because you see a lot of that culture leaking mm-hmm. over. I mean, it's not that the city's that far away, but it's it is its own distinct city yeah. with a, with its own melting pot of cultures. And then Ottawa, a lot of the times gets like overshadowed by that mm-hmm. and you know it's hard to find our own identity in this city mm-hmm. so all that to say how do you envision in the future you trying to hit some of the bigger markets the LA's the the New York's the Miami's like and, and even going worldwide with this kind of content how do you face that challenge um just
0: keep doing what I'm doing okay uh, and and it's really just being able to stay creative staying what I'm able to do and build a brand Okay. Uh, We want to build a brand. We want to build that Cash Boys brand. And that's the goal. And for me, Ottawa, whenever... If you're from Ottawa and you make it, don't know you're from Ottawa. Mm. You just can't stay in that lane where you can just do everything about Ottawa. At some point, you're going to have to branch out. And it's not saying, yeah, you can't make it out of here. Yes, you can. 100%. But for you to put your city on the map you got to put yourself on the world stage yeah and that's the biggest thing and that's where like a a good kid that has like a lot of followers shout out to elam he said to me you got to do videos for the world you know and uh it's great that you do videos for your city but you got to do videos for the world yeah and that's been my mindset ever since i'm doing videos about anything now. right i'll give you the ottawa video here and there Yeah, yeah 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 but I'll give you world videos. Like, I want everybody in the world to be like, damn, this is hilarious. Mm. Like, damn, this is dope. And then once you get to that level, then you can come back and then you just put Ottawa in a whole new melting pot. And a couple of years from now, everything that we're doing right now is going to be kind of like going on YouTube. It's going to be hard. Mm-hmm. Just to, like, make videos on Instagram and getting views is going to be hard. Yeah, 100%. And that's how I see it. Instagram right now is like YouTube 10 years ago. Mm-hmm. And if we keep on being consistent on what we're doing, what we're doing, what we're doing, yeah. we're able to build something and being able to transfer whatever we build on any platform to another platform. Right. Because we put bring in bring those in a... fans with you. Exactly.
1: That's really important, man. And that kind of brings me to, to another thing I wanted to talk about a little bit is the social media aspect and mm-hmm. um, TikTok.
0: Yeah. Are you on there? I am. Yeah? I just
1: dropped one today. <laughs> oh, nice, man. How's that going for you?
0: It's okay. I'm, I'm still learning TikTok. Yeah, me too. I'm trying to do as much as I can. I'm trying to seek it what works, what doesn't work. Yeah. Um, I wouldn't say I'm a big fan, per se, <laughs> just because I get it, right? We got to jump on the new ways. But it's fun to me. I'm trying to have fun. Yeah. I ask my little brother, yo, what do you think worked? And all that stuff. And then he gives me pointers. Yeah. yeah, yeah. But uh, all in all, it's pretty cool. Yeah. It's pretty cool how you can get a lot of views by not even promoting it. Nothing, bro. Like, I,
1: I I like to say that like you almost don't need talent to blow up on that platform. A hundred percent you don't. Y- you just need a little bit of creativity and just, you know, the right formula, the right kind of mm-hmm. execution. Like you literally got people pouring soda overflowing like the uh the, it's crazy it's just the most random thing throwing eggs on people throwing, have you seen the one it's kids throwing a cheese like a craft singles cheese slice <laughs> and it's sticking it uh, on people's cars as they're driving by this is a
0: legitimate trend i would have been pissed you <laughs> be pissed too you're gonna that's s- the point <laughs> you're, gonna s- you're gonna throw s- cheese on my car yeah, bro. after i clean it nah, nah bro that's on th- site
1: that's the thing though tiktok bro there are no rules this this is like a wild wild west out here people are out here posting whatever they want and then getting millions of views 15 year olds are getting famous off like lip-syncing to a song or like dancing to some like random thing or crip walking (laughs) crip walking you got these like 14 year old white boys teaching me how to crip walk on this video what do they
0: know about crip walking (laughs) Like bro You're born in 2003 It's so weird It's so weird like, man You're born in 04 And you're out here Crip walking bro They don't even understand Like what
1: Crip walking really is We should is ask a kid
0: That's 14 <laughs> Do you even know What Drop It Like It's Hot is
1: <laughs> <laughs> Like you know <laughs> that song bro <laughs> do
0: you know who Pharrell is Yeah They, they probably
1: don't even know Who Pharrell Williams is Like <laughs> crazy man it's, That's funny man Drop It Like It's Hot man That was like One of One of the first Like rap songs I fell in love with When I was a kid and my mom hated that I. you know when you had a- aol was like your home page yeah on yeah. Uh, on like windows like 98, 98. windows yeah. 98 or like yeah, yeah, yeah. windows 2000 you had yeah, to yeah. dial up it was just a really dial shitty up
0: yo somebody <laughs> picks up the phone yeah everything's gone it's gone you're trying
1: to load a photo it takes like 10 hours <laughs> yo but anyways aol was a home page and i remember seeing like music you could mm-hmm. somehow listen to music I-, I remember i'm like no way like I could stream a song. It was like buffering back then. Yeah, and I would hit like uh, I would hit uh, like rap, the category rap. I'm like, yeah, you know, I like I like beats and rap and stuff. Yeah, yeah. Why don't to check this out? And I remember seeing like uh, Snoop Dogg drop that whole album. What is it? Blue Carpet Treatment or something like something that. Something like that. And uh, I I saw drop it like a tot, and there was like a music video to it just like this i'm like no this is the hypest thing ever it was yeah. the first time i've seen asses shaking <laughs> on the internet i was just going wild i remember like my mom walked in she's like what are you doing turn this shit off like blah blah, blah. i'm like no it's fun. like i love mom it snap <laughs> no the, the drop it like it's hot man that's still one of my favorite that's like prime
0: Og Snoop Dogg, OG before Stoeta. he became Grandpa Snoop I know. <laughs> or Uncle Snoop, I should say. Yeah, man. You know, but yeah, bro. Like that's just how I see it. When it, it just Ottawa's gonna be crazy in a couple of years. Hundred percent. We're developing. The city's at an all-time high. Mm-hmm. There's a lot of content creators. Yeah. There's a lot of musicians. A few musicians made it. Yeah. And we're just thriving. We got somebody in the NBA. Yeah. So that's dope. So like in a what couple do we of have years. You the NBA?
1: I, I rode with you on it, but I didn't know who. Uh, <laughs> I was like, yeah. <laughs> we yeah. got Mario
0: Shehag. Okay. Okay. I got. It right Write that down so, like, in a couple of years, bro, you're gonna be seeing us like Ottawa's like elite, yeah. We're just gonna be like in a room, mm-hmm. it's be like, damn, bro, like, we're, we're just from here, yeah, yeah, exactly. And now we're here, we were just in Orleans talking, shit, bro. like, just <laughs> chilling, you know what I'm saying, and now we out here doing the most we can.
1: Well, that's like uh, pretty much what happened with Toronto, right? Mm-hmm. Like, Toronto was always a bigger city and a more industrial city, and this and that, but now it's it's been legitimized to a point where, like, you have groundbreaking talent in every category Mm -hmm. just killing it on a world stage and that's why it's important what you said about world stage what do you think it's going to take though for ottawa to become that world-class city when we can't even get like a train line built
0: (laughs) i think what it is it's it's influencers Mm. somebody out of this city is going to be able to influence the world and the world is going to be able to gravitate and then ottawa is going to be able to follow through kind of like how drake is the world star and he put his city on the map. Yeah. And then everybody that's not from Canada, the first city they'll say is Toronto. Mm. 100%. It's like a race against time, I find. Yeah. I feel like Ottawa is in a race versus Vancouver right. to see who's going to be this next upcoming city right. that pops off. Because right now, I feel like a lot of people know Vancouver, and then they know Ottawa. People know Montreal, too. Yeah. But I feel like Ottawa, we kind of have a bit of an edge over montreal and i'm not saying it just because i'm from ottawa i'm just saying it because montreal has been there for a lot of years right we don't really know much about that city of who comes out maybe i don't Mm. and i'll probably educate myself on it right right but ottawa we got a lot of like i learned the other day in Grey's anatomy one of the actors she's from ottawa no way, crazy, eh? Did not the, know that the guy from Jeopardy went to Ottawa U, graduated. Yeah, yeah. Alex Trebek, they, Tra- they they named the whole uh building Trebek okay. Hall or something, yeah, right? Yeah, that's crazy. Mm-hmm. So, like, think about the amount of people or the amount of people that are probably in the NFL right now from Ottawa, right? That's we have actually e- true. We have Eli Anku in the NFL, yeah. NFL. Yeah. we had uh, uh, what's uh, he just retired. Um, he went he was playing for the Raiders for a bit. I'll get the name uh, Christo. Okay. Crystal something, he okay. was in the NFL. Yeah. We got guys like Jonathan Sutherland, Patrice Rene mm-hmm. that right. are like doing things yep. in their respective like schools and they have a chance to go to the NFL. 100%. So right. like we're moving as a city and it's inspiring yeah. to just being able to see that. Right. And for me I just I just want to keep this train going.
1: So why do you think it is then? that the people from the city who have made it in in terms of like, let's say music, because mm-hmm. this is probably something that, you know uh, a little bit more about than me, but belly, he doesn't claim Ottawa. The, the Carl Wolfs or the, the Masar is Masari from Ottawa. Yeah. He's from Ottawa, bro. Why did these people like, they'll put like Toronto, <laughs> like, they, you know, why, why is Ottawa just like an afterthought as much as, I, I still love my city, and I know you're passionate about it mm-hmm. as well. Why is it still that it's still shied away from being put on a world stage?
0: You know what? I think those guys are passionate about Ottawa. I think they truly are. I think because um, I remember when I was a kid hearing stories from Belly Masari, how they were in the clubs and they were running stuff. You know Absolutely, what I, mean? I still I, hear those stories. I hear those stories with R.I.P. Ray Emery as well. Yeah, when they yeah. like in the two thousands and they were just <sighs> the hottest thing coming out. Yeah. Masari till this day, pop the bottle was like a legendary track for our yeah, generation. Yeah. yeah. Um, honestly, I don't know. I don't yeah. know why certain people don't like to. No
1: one's been able to give me this answer. That's why I like putting people on the spot because there's mm-hmm. no answer.
0: Because for <laughs> me, it's like I always say myself, and I always, I always envision. There's two sides of me when it comes to fashion, right? There's the gangster side. I like to call it my Puff Daddy 1995 Source Awards side, mm-hmm. and then there's a, like my classy, suave, like I'm rich type of style. Absolutely. And I feel like there's certain award shows you could see me at an award show, big chain, you Ottawa, yeah, you Ottawa sweat crew neck shirt, you Ottawa hat, and accepting an award with a varsity jacket, right? And just be like, yeah, this is where I'm from, and then just putting that city on the all-time map. Man, that's a dope vision. I love it. And that's one of my craziest visions because I just, I'm so proud to be here. Yeah. I'm so proud to be from here. Mm-hmm. And even if I could move to L.A. tomorrow, there's nothing like home. Mm. And at the end of the day, at some point in time, I will be living here. Kind of like how Drake true. lives in Toronto now, and he says it. <clears throat> when I call myself Ottawa's most popular, man, I'm not saying it. I'm saying it out of humbleness. I say because I'm here. I was in the clubs for 7 weeks straight. I'm in these streets trying to figure out what works. I'm in these streets trying to like people are seeing my face in person, then seeing me in the videos the next day mm-hmm. or in the gym and I pride myself for that. Yeah. You know.
1: That's that's very powerful man. I like the I like the vision.
0: I I really like that
1: you know you're thinking this way and you're actually visualizing it and trying to put it out there and manifest it. Um let's talk a, let's talk a little bit about training in the gym because that's another part of your life that you're passionate about and I I see the snaps you sweating dripping Uh, (laughs) that's pretty hype man that's pretty hype what makes you want to stay in top shape at all times and such a big part of your life
0: honestly it's because when I finished uh, playing basketball and I got to university I didn't have anything to do other than play basketball and I I was kind of like miserable that's where I met my best friend actually I met him in the gym Uh, shout out to my boy Yusuf Y-Z-E, to be more specific. Mm -hmm. Um, I met this guy in the gym and I wanted to be his friend. And then he's like, big dude, whatever. And I'm kind of like chubby at the time, skinny, I don't even know. And I couldn't even do a pull-up. And then, this one day I gave him a ride home and then we just became friends ever since. And the gym's just been, like this this man literally crushed me in the gym. I'm talking about like, we spent like, months just doing legs nice not even doing chess and then we get to doing chess and i got obsessed with results and progress and feeling good the yeah. gym is kind of like my safe like my safe haven to like a big thing mentally clear my head if i have something going on yeah or just release anything i feel and i just feel better on myself when i'm in the gym and i've been at the gym since probably 2014 nice and i've just been putting in work and it became a lifestyle more than anything.
1: That's the important thing, and that's what like I really want people when when they listen to this is like fitness is often and this is the world of social media that we live in right where it's just like vanity. It, it, people think it's only to look good, mm-hmm. but it's the feel good that's that's the really important thing. And it's yeah, but as a byproduct, you are gonna look good if you put in enough work into your mm-hmm. your whole body mind everything like your nutrition your you know mindfulness getting good sleep stretching doing all these things is very important but i like the feeling of getting out of the gym and just feeling good that's really important that's why like i think the people like the ultra successful people in the world like the rock and like you know the joe rogan's these people all they talk about is getting that workout and getting that physical activity and then going and doing all their other Mm -hmm. things, all their other creative pursuits. I agree. I think it goes hand in hand.
0: I agree. People don't understand how taxing it is, knowing that you probably have a nine-to-five job, and then after you're going to go home for a bit, and then you have a, 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 I don't know, a five-to-seven job waiting for you in the gym. That day could be squats, benching, deadlifts, and you have to get it done. Yeah. And then you just feel so much better about yourself. Yeah. Because you're improving your health. Yeah. You're improving your longevity and you're improving your mental health. Yeah. Which is an important way of making you feel better. Yeah. And I tell people for anybody that's going through like depression or whatever the case may be, that gym can save your life. Yeah. And I'm not an expert on it, but I'm just Mm -hmm. saying that gym could literally make you feel much better about yourself, knowing that this is. Can make your day better Yeah You know you don't need to lift heavy No You know what I'm saying You just need to do move. something Just move Just move yeah, This is what I tell Like uh, Anybody
1: And uh, like Like you I'm no expert On mental health And this and mm-hmm. that It's definitely a lot more complex Than telling people To just go to the gym mm-hmm. But at least do that At least move At least do 20 minutes a day Break a mm-hmm. sweat That's it If you can at least do that Then you string together A few more days of that And then actually feel better about yourself you're more confident and at least you tick something off the
0: list to better yourself every day 100 you can even go to the gym you just do 15 minutes of cardio yeah and your day's complete and you're gonna feel so much better watch you do 15 minutes of cardio every day yep you're gonna be like damn next week yo, i look good yeah i feel good i feel better once you start feeling better about yourself, you start feeling more positive about yourself, 100%. and then you start having more confidence about yourself. Yeah, and I get it. Some people go to the gym and it's like scary. Right, we've all been there.
1: You got these big meatheads grunting you know, all over the place. You got these.
0: I I could tell you 2014. I couldn't even do a pull up. And the way the Ottawa U Gym is set up, the c one, God, God, so me. bad. Like you... <laughs> I I went there myself, so I know, bro. <laughs> you had to do pull ups. Literally in front of the trimmer where all the girls are, and they're like, damn, this black guy can't even do pull-ups. <laughs> That's how I sight, <laughs> <laughs> Like crazy. That's I know how to much. do pull-ups now, though. <laughs> <laughs> That's a fact.
1: That's funny, man. Let's bring it back to the hosting bit because I feel like we didn't get to talk about that enough. Yeah, you hosting in these different clubs and getting that energy and bringing up the energy and feeling the energy. Talk about your progression in that and where you want to go with it, or if you want to just
0: continue doing it or what. Yeah, man. So pretty much, I had a chance. So after twenty sixteen, twenty seventeen, I got a job at the Student Federation of the University of Ottawa, and. I meet the execs, and then I became the official host for their one-on-one week, Frosh Week. Right. They would bring Nav. Yeah. A bunch of people we didn't have in our time. Mm -hmm. They brought Nav, French Montana, 88 Glam, uh, French artists like Niska. Didn't they have uh, Pusha T once? Pusha T. I remember. Uh, Yeah, yeah, yeah. Black. Yeah, 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 yeah. So I had a chance to really get consistent gigs with them yeah where i had a chance to put my name in the staple and i'm forever grateful to them yeah because of that opportunity that's dope and um i had a chance to understand it and just get the thrill from the crowd yeah uh it was crazy then after that i had a chance to host wiskid wiskid with slim and np shout out to BBE and p proud for show and that was just another crazy concert for me i had a chance to meet like uh, what's his name? Femi Lawson, the, the Toronto comedian, Nigerian, uh-huh. MC in Bona like Toronto, like host mm-hmm. MC legend. Right. And um, I had a chance to build some of my confidence when it came to being more in front of the crowd, but especially in front of other people. Mm. And most recently, I had a chance to host at the Olympia for the first time in uh, October for a, a French artist called VJ Dream. Okay, dope. And I had uh, the time of my life. Nice. Uh, certain concerts didn't go as well, uh, so well too um, And the reason why I'm telling you this now Is because You learn from those type of concerts I had concerts where there was like barely any people mm. I had club events that were barely any people How do you hype up like th- I, The same energy you same wanna, energy. You want to keep it. You want to think even if there's two people, there's a 100,000 people. Right. That same feeling you have of butterflies, whether there's 10,000 people, you got to have that same feeling when it's 200, uh, 200, two people. Yeah. Um, it's harder to host in front of two people a hundred thousand people
2: right I bet
0: because those Weird. two those two people are, are looking at you yeah, yeah. They, they're there yeah, yeah, yeah. but those a hundred thousand people they're like everywhere yeah so you know what you got to do you got to get that attention and you got to come correct with the energy you want to bring um and that was the craziest thing for me yeah but I had a chance to to be able to understand the craft uh-huh. I'm still perfecting the craft in terms of here, there's a difference so there's a difference between clubs and concerts concerts are way more way more hype but way more controlled right clubs you can be less controlled but you got to be somewhat controlled when you're trying to get people's attention when they're transitioning the music Yep. so it, it it's it varies right i'm still trying to get better at what i'm doing um you can always improve Yep. and that's where i'm at right now and the hosting for me is just it's opened a lot of doors for me in terms of who I am as a person. I had a chance to host weddings as well.
1: Okay, how's that? That's probably a little bit of a different because yeah. now you're 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 talking. You got a kind of a not a script, but like an agenda. Yeah, I got to do this, this, and this. This has to happen. That's that's interesting, man. How do you like the weddings compared to the shows?
0: Weddings are definitely the most stressful things for me. Just because you want to make sure that that day goes well for the, for the bride. It's a very special day. The, the grooms are like, yeah, I'm just here because I got to be here. You know what I'm saying? But for the brides, <laughs> yeah. they really want that day to be special. So I coordinate a lot with the both of them. But I really want to the... make sure that the, the bride is happy mm-hmm. and that I'm following the agenda to the T. Right. Uh, once I get the agenda and I'm at a wedding, it's boom. It's go time. I don't have time to. So how do you overcome that
1: memorization thing? because Mm -hmm. you have a script there is something you kind of have to follow how do you
0: how did you overcome that man i gotta give shout out to my manager (laughs) (laughs) shout out to my manager sabrina shout out to anybody that did floor for me uh those days so usually i'll have somebody with me if okay if sabrina can make it i always have somebody controlling the floor with me every time i'm hosting right i have like a floor manager at all times so yo reg next Boom! You got fifteen seconds, make people laugh. Boom! Come back, Reg. Boom! And it just makes life so easier than for me to like break down and then like try to figure out. Yeah, which is dope.
1: It's important to have that supporting cast. You can't, you can't become successful alone, bro. That's very important. Exactly. You brought up a great point right there. That's dope, man. So, what's the future with the hosting? What do you want to do with it next? What's Ooh. next?
0: <sighs> what I really want to do next, I want to host Blues Fest. Blues Fest. That'd I wanna, be dope. I wanna. When I say host Blues Fest. I want to bring out an act, a right. big act. But it, the way it works with hosting, you don't present the, the big acts. Mm. The big acts has their DJs.
1: They got their own hype, exactly. man. Exactly. They got their, their own MC. Exactly. Yeah. Their
0: MC brings them out. Yeah. But I want to be able to have fun with the crowd. Maybe it's a 15 minutes. Right. 10 minutes. Just play a bunch of music and we're just getting lit. Keep the energy up. Exactly. And then the all-time goal at some point in the future, probably be able to be on Parliament Hill for Canada Day. Ooh, that'd be hype. And uh, <laughs> slowly but surely. That's going to be like when I get to world start stage. Yeah. Uh, being able to be in Canada for July 1st and to be able to be in my city, in my country, and being able to host in front of everybody. And that's when I'll be like, okay, hey, I'm at that Kevin Hart mm. level. And that's something that we're fighting for. I love that, man. You're you know.
1: firing me up right now because I want to be right up there with you, bro. Hey, you will, bro. You <laughs> will, bro. Like soon, soon,
0: soon. is only gonna be you being able to interview me, man. Like, I'm, I'm gonna do like the weekend and Jake just no interviews. Yeah, do <laughs> just interview. no interviews. It's just just my boy. Like we have an understanding of where we come from, and you'll probably know more insights <laughs> and all that stuff.
1: Exactly. This is the first of many, you know.
0: Exactly. And and I and I'm telling you, bro. Like I don't, I'm not a big fan of. Here's the thing. I think the misconception is the fact that I'm always on social media Mm -hmm. makes it seem like I I I enjoy I enjoy the spotlight, but I also enjoy my privacy. Uh huh. And I don't want to be an open book. Okay. I don't want people to know everything about me.
1: It's hard. It's a hard balance in 2019, bro. When it's like everything's kind of expected to be, you know, almost
0: on social media. Your
1: food to your this to your that. (laughs) Every single thing, you know, it's like. You also need your privacy and your space. That's very important. That's something I struggled with as well when I started this Mm -hmm. is like for me, a lot of people tell me, yo, do a vlog, do this, do that, and like just start recording. I would watch your vlogs. That'd be freaking sick. I mean, yo, people tell me this all the time and like I'm thinking about it too, but it's like even this is a lot for me putting myself out there and just talking to people and and doing this i'm having fun with it that's why i'm doing it i'm mm-hmm. genuinely enjoying it mm-hmm. and i'm learning from like inspirational people mm-hmm. like yourself like and it's leveling me up with you right but it's it's i just feel like it's weird when cause i like to travel a lot traveling is a big part of my life mm-hmm. i find it weird when i'm traveling or doing something and i'm like i should pull my phone out this is like a I should capture this moment mm-hmm. instead of just being there in the moment. It's a it's a very like delicate balance because mm-hmm. on one side of it, it's it's obvious that this would be a sick moment to show everyone. Let me just yo, let me just pull this out, yo, look where I am, look what I'm doing. Hey mm-hmm. hey, like you know, give me attention, give me validation, give me the likes, the follows, all those things that mm-hmm. you know subconsciously or consciously, our brain and our dopamine hits. We want it. <laughs> we want it. it's just a fact but then on the other hand it's like bro in the more meditation and the more like mindfulness and being in the moment as you talked about that i've been practicing i think it's also sometimes just important to even turn your phone off or just like just take a step back or like go for a hike or Mm -hmm. just do something like away from just this like this lens this camera that you're showing people because that's also very important is just to be alone with yourself and your own thoughts I think that's very important as well. So finding that balance, it's tough. And I think people of our generation are going to really struggle with that.
0: I agree. I think uh, we're, at, we're at a generation where I see it. We're at concerts, our phone's out. Yeah. But I also understand, though, because think about it this way. The people that went to, I don't know, watch the Beatles yeah, yeah, yeah. in the 1960s. They would have loved to have their phone out. Hell
1: yeah, man. Show their friends. Like So like <laughs> you go to a
0: Be- you go to a Beatles concert, what do you have to show for? You just it's just word of mouth. It's me trusting you, but now it's like, bro, look at this concert, bro. Yeah. Or like I took a picture with the Beatles. Yeah. Yeah. And that's why pictures are still this day powerful. Yeah. I'm pretty sure the meet and greets back then were must have been insane. Crazy. Compared to now. Because now I don't even need to see these guys. I'm like right front and center. I seen them. I'm good. Yeah. I've seen. I I got it out. I seen them and boom, bang, bada, boom. And um, I get it. But you're right, though. It's It also takes away from yeah. the just the privacy aspect of, okay, like, we don't need to know that. And it's dope that not only you think about it, too. I think about it, too. And sometimes I'm like, damn, like, it'd be dope. Just put your phone there. And enjoy the time. It's like when I went to LA. Don't let me wrong. chat the whole thing. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, I, I'm not saying that there's a right or wrong yeah. to this, but it's crazy you said that because I came to a point when I was in LA, I don't take pictures. Okay. I'm not the type of guy to take pictures unless it's like myself or okay. family members. But I was taking pictures of like the scenery. Yeah, yeah. And I'm like, damn, is this is this the type of guy I am when I travel? I want to take pictures now. Yeah. And I've been against traveling for the longest time because I'm so focused on my work Mm. and to me traveling equals vacation okay to me vacation equals a break from work Mm. equals a earned break from work and I just feel like I've never earned that break from work and that's my goal that's one of my dreams one of my dreams is um later down the road I always want to be somewhere hot in January February and at some point in time like in the future I will be somewhere hot you know in January and being able to travel yeah. and really discover the world right? and just see what the world has to I, I have the
1: same I have this uh, I vision for myself in the future but it's a bit more pronounced than that in, mm-hmm. in the sense that I want to be able to travel six months out of the year that's pretty dope I want to be able to do that that's missing winter bro that's just cu- <laughs> cutting at the end of November Coming back in May. I
0: agree. <laughs> May 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 8th, May second. May second. You know what I'm Cinco de Mayo yeah, or Cinco May fifth. May but
1: it's I I disagree with you mm-hmm. in that travel has to be vacation mm-hmm. because I think in like the world we're living in where a plane ticket is actually really not even that expensive. That's true. And, you know, where you ha- all you need is a coffee shop with an internet connection, you can get work done. And I learned this while I was on exchange. I did a international exchange in Norway. Norway?
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. How cold is it over there? It's not as cold as here, bro. I keep saying that <laughs> to people. I'm, I'm like the type of person, I'm like, I'm starting to believe that Canada, Montreal, Ottawa, or parts of Quebec... Is as colder oh, yeah. than Russia. I, yeah. I got to go to Russia in winter. Right. Because I debate it. Yeah, It's man. like people in the States, like Boston. Yo, it's free. I'm like, it's not freezing, bro. It's like, yo. Like, yeah, it's, <laughs> it's like, like minus my family. Four, it's like, <laughs> like minus four, bro. <laughs> yeah. We're like minus 24. Yeah, that, with a wind chill. <laughs> with a wind it's chill. like
1: minus 40. Like, yeah, it's <sighs> nuts. But all that to say, like, the important part that people miss when I say that six months is the other six months I want to be here. Mm-hmm. I love I loved Ottawa in the summer. I love this. This is, my, this is my home. This is my family and my friends. Everyone's here. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? I want to have the home base. I think it's important to still have that. Mm-hmm. But six months out of the year, and I don't want travel to be a vacation. I want to
0: always work. I want my, wor- my life to be a vacation, you know, my work to be my life. You know what Drake said? I brought my work home with me tonight. That's the goal. That's to bring the goal. Your, to bring your work home. Hell yeah, You're man. You're just working home tonight.
1: Have you seen the Kevin Hart uh,
0: documentary? I of, have on Netflix. Does that not fire you up, man? It's he's a worker. He has, he, he yo. I I don't know how he finds time. No man. Like you can tell, his wife can get annoyed. Yeah. And then he tries his best to. Like he barely sees them. The dude doesn't sleep, at all. I feel it. Like you could see it in his face. face. You
1: could see it in his decision making. Sometimes when he berated his uh, his his personal trainer, trainer buddy, like so, yo, Kevin's pretty strong. Yeah, bro. I was like, damn, he pushed his trainer like that. He's out here. He's out here. <laughs> I was here. like, damn. I was uh, I was surprised by that as well. But like, what I really appreciate about Kevin Hart's drive, hustle, and like, oh, he's a mogul. He's out here. He's out here building all these businesses, all these brands, production company, mm-hmm. this, that, movies, just like the guy does not stop, right? Yeah. One question I had for you because I sense that you kind of visualize yourself having that level of success, or and I, I really do hope you do. Mm-hmm. One question in a, in a weird way I'm trying to ask you <laughs> is how are you, how would you deal with random people coming up to you and being like, Yo, Reg, it's Reggie <laughs> and, and not even talking to you, just wanting a selfie. How would you deal with that?
0: Man, um
1: Because that's what it is these days. It's like now it doesn't if I see Drake over there, ninety nine percent of people are not even gonna try to be like, Yo, Drake, take care, you're on your like you know like or like yo, this song,
0: I really love what you do with this. I love they're gonna be like, Yo, Drake, can I get a pick? Um honestly I, I, I... It comes back to this little fame. Whether this one percent of fame. I've had a chance to see what it's all about. Uh sometimes random people come in, they see me, yo, Reggie, is that you? Like I love the videos. Like yo, Reggie Cash, eh? Yeah. Like, you know, eh? Yeah. And, um, <laughs> yeah. Eh? Yeah, <laughs> yeah, eh? <laughs> yeah. And um some people just come say, say what's up, And I've been able to just deal with it. How yeah. you doing? And uh not had much pictures. I had like maybe Maybe four or five, I'd say.
1: No, but but I'm saying, when you get to that level, like, that, that's what, it's only going to be that. And coming back to what we were talking about, how it's a social media world, and like people don't even look at you as a human anymore. Yeah. You're just this, you're I, just a superstar.
0: I'll tell you this, they won't see me.
1: Oh, Okay. They
0: won't see me. Um,
1: you're just going to hide.
0: I don't think I'm going to hide, but I'm going to be very calculated in what I do.
1: You're going to be a backdoor guy.
0: I'm going to definitely be a, I'll definitely be a backdoor guy. I have no choice, bro. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I got to go from the back, come in the front. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But um, I'll go to events that I, I need to be there. But if my ass needs to stay home, my ass is going to be home. And if I'm in the public, I'm in the public. Mm. It's, it's a switch. It's right. Wor- it's work to me. Okay. The way I see it, K, you're about to go out. You're about to get fan rush. We ready. I got to make sure my team's ready. And then, boom, we get fan rush. We're good. Yo, that was crazy. Yeah, because... We don't have. You gotta enjoy it because at some point in time, you're gonna retire. It's
1: gonna run out. You're
0: yeah. gonna re- you're gonna run out. You're gonna yeah. have to readapt yourself. Hundred percent. Like you're gonna change. Mm-hmm. You're gonna become that superstar, to that icon, yeah. to that legend status, and then to that retired, OG status. Right. And then you just finish your days with your family by your side and the success, the seeds, and then you see your grandkids that. Had the chance to get an education, mm-hmm. that had the chance to follow their dreams through you, your son, whatever, right. and then your name just continues. Right, and you just look at it and you're just proud, and I think that's the biggest thing for me. I think for me, it's I know this is not gonna last forever, and I'm okay with that. Mm-hmm. I'm okay with knowing that, hey, if this doesn't pop off, I did my very best, right, and it was fun, and I'll always support. Anybody from the city, Mm -hmm. no matter what. That's dope. And that's how I see it, you know.
1: That's dope. It's important to keep the ego at bay. You have to. It's important to stay humble. I love that. That, That's really dope. You
0: have to stay (laughs) humble because the thing is, it's success attention can go so quick to your head, but it doesn't bring anything to you if you no. let that get to your head. Exactly. You just got to be yourself. I mean, exactly.
1: I let's talk about you potentially wanting to pursue comedy, man. <laughs> let, let's talk about that a little bit. What, what brought that about and, and what kind of steps are you taking and when do you want to start?
0: What are you going to do? Honestly, I want to I wanna keep on doing these videos, right? Okay. So my goal is to keep on doing these funny videos and then hopefully if I get into like TV, mm-hmm. get into like a funny... A funny like a, a funny movie, I would say, okay. kind of like how Kevin Hart does those funny movies. Yeah, get into those funny movie, uh, those funny movies, and then once I establish my team, figure out a way where can we try to stand up comedy. Uh, just trying it, just seeing what it takes, because for me, I'm not gonna lie here on this interview and say I'm passionate about stand up. I'm not. Okay. However, it's a good skill that I want to learn or attempt to learn right. and see if I can execute it.
1: Well, well it, it goes along with a lot of the things that you're already doing exactly. in terms of being in front of a crowd, controlling the crowd, mm-hmm. knowing how they react to things and it's a it's a muscle Mm -hmm. It's something that you have to work on. I feel like nobody gets up on their first open mic night and just crushes it.
0: And just crushes it. I I,
1: I think you're going to have to probably eat some shit a little bit. 100%. And you know, go to the absolute comedy, the yuck yucks, the the places in the city. And 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 just just see. Yeah, just see. Just dive in, bro. I, I feel like you don't even need a team to tell you if i should do this or not yeah just go just go do an open mic now i'll be i'll laugh (laughs) i'll come
0: through (laughs) you you watch a joker movie
1: oh yeah yeah the new joker yeah yeah, almost how cringy as that bro hopefully not man just (laughs) dying laughing you're the only one
0: (laughs) (laughs) i I definitely want to try it i definitely want to go see how it is and see hey reg can you uh can you, can, you, can you attempt this? Because I saw Will Smith do it. Yeah. And Will Smith tried it. And it's definitely something I want to try Yeah. later down the road. Yeah. But for now, it's just really building the empire. The,
1: the, the, the videos, the empire, the content, the hosting, just keep going with that. And music. And music. Talk will, to me about that a little bit.
0: So I have a passion for artistry. Okay. And I've always wanted to discover the next Justin Bieber. Mm. Or like the next Drake, because I love music. And I've always wanted to have that, that artist in my proximities. Being able to, okay, yo, this artist right here, I'll be able to say, yo, I got him. I found him. And one day, I hope if I'm able to, I want to be able to juggle a entertainment company that handles entertainment from booking festivals to comedy. And a, a music podcast. podcast. <laughs> and then I want to have a music, uh, maybe a record label okay. where I'm able to develop talent. Dope. And then we're really building the cash boy the cash boy and T brand, which is really important to me. And then we'll see. Like, we'll see. That's where I'm standing.
1: Yeah. So, so you do want to like be in the management position at that point? Do you, or do you just want to discover the talent and then put them in in touch with people? Let's say like, let's say your cash. And right now you just found the next weekend, right? Just saying like you found the next weekend type level artist and you want to take him to the next level 100%. what are you going to do with him if you don't have that label and all these things put in place yet how are you gonna like
0: so that's the thing right everything has its time mm. so once i get to that level where i'm able to provide right for anybody else than myself then that's where i'm going to be saying yo reg you can do this right now i'm not in no capabilities of managing nobody but at some point later down the road in my 40s i'm behind the scenes dope i don't know, like. People keep saying movies, I love movies, don't get me wrong, but I see myself very being a boss, being a CEO, mm. and then just doing the behind. Successful. Right. Fame 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 is a moment. Success is a lifetime. Right. We wanna be successful. Hundred percent. We man. wanna have generational wealth. We wanna be able to understand what it takes to yeah. have generational wealth.
1: Fame doesn't even fire me up honestly wealth fires me up way more than fame but i don't i don't want to even be recognized i want to be able to go to the movies <laughs> you know 100%. what i'm saying i want to be unrecognized but rich as fuck
0: 100 percent. I,
1: I might be doing the wrong thing on these videos and stuff then but whatever we'll see we'll <laughs> i know see. i can see you from a <laughs> and
0: i and i agree with you right i think that that's the thing where it's like for example for people like us we start doing this because we love it mm-hmm. We don't know people are going to gravitate toward us. We don't know people are going to stop us. Yeah. And you're like, dude, like, I'm just a regular guy that's just doing something that's just out there. Yeah. But I'm just, I'm as normal as you, bro. 100%. You know that, what I'm saying? That's what people, I get DMs all the time
1: and I bet you do too. It's like, yo, yeah. how can I start this? I'm like, bro, I just started it. I could tell you everything I did. I break it. I give people, I tell it. Every piece of equipment I have, I tell them my hosting service. I tell them every camera, everything. Mm -hmm. And, like, all I hear coming back a lot of the time is, like, yeah, but, like, you have this. I'm, like, bro, I'm in my studio apartment. I sleep right there you're sitting on my only couch it's my tiny little like bro will you just make it work if you want to make shout it happen out to this apartment <laughs> thanks bro appreciate then, you in
0: a couple of years we'll be in a big ass mansion hey one day bro probably elevators to get upstairs <laughs>
1: private one you know we'll the probably, one we'll probably have juniors somewhere <laughs> you know what i'm saying i don't know about all that we'll see, <laughs> we'll, we'll see about all that but. but like
0: i feel you it's like me like sometimes people are like how do you do videos on like, bro it's my phone yeah like right so now, it's my easy.
1: phone. You got the iPhone 11 now, so it, that's literally like a f- professional photography <sighs> I camera. Pay, I
0: pay a lot of money per month for this. <sighs> Crazy expensive yeah,
1: bro But it'll pay off bro
0: Yeah knock like, on wood you know Yeah like I, I shout out to NP every day I can go see him when I need to see him to do a video Cause he's also busy with the parties Yeah yeah, yeah. And all that And then now that I have my thing I don't need to worry about nothing I drop videos like it's water now 100% I don't even yeah. like Usually I'd be like video this day Now nah, I just drop videos That's the thing you I just, just drop got it pump just I just keep drop it, it New video Boom And I just let it rise And let it see how it goes really
1: I like that mentality man if you can believe it, we're already at like an hour. Damn, it's if been an hour? Time flies. Crazy. I feel like we just got started, right? Yo, shout out to our Patriots, <laughs> man. <laughs> That's what I wanted to talk about before <laughs> uh, before we end off the podcast. Yeah, It was a rough season. It wasn't uh, easy to watch at all times, especially on the offensive side of the ball. But I actually don't think it's fair to say that the dynasty is over just yet. And to me, uh, this is if Brady leaves or not. Because a lot of people are saying that he's trying to he's trying to leave, and but I don't really listen to these pundits and these, these sport people a lot. I can't stand them, man. I don't really listen to them much because they're also the same people who doubt the Patriots every year when they win six Super Bowls. You know what I'm saying? But things are changing. Brady's not getting any younger. He may or may not leave, but I still think the organization is intact. I still think Bill Belichick didn't go anywhere, Mr. Kraft and all the surrounding people aren't gone anywhere. And yo, we always find a way. We always plug in the right players, the right people to get it done. And this year, it was unfortunate. I still think even despite all that, we were robbed in the uh the Kansas City game.
0: 100%. I don't but, even think we we would have we would have been playing this Sunday.
1: Yeah, it, we wouldn't have even had to play this wild card round, but yeah. That being said, I still don't think we played well enough to even have deserved our record uh, because it was really only our defense keeping us in those games. Our offense produced nothing all year. We, I mean, how how do you feel about us starting off with Antonio Brown, Josh Gordon, Nikhil Harry, uh, you know, uh, Demarius Thomas? I think we even had him. Just absolute, like, I've never seen.
0: Talking shit, bro. I was talking shit every week. Bro, I was... Fam, every week I was talking sh- I was talking so much shit that I started laughing by myself. Like, it was... <laughs> it was one of those situations Like, <laughs> <then> it's unfair. <laughs> it was unfair and then we let Antonio Brown go, which was the dumbest thing we could ever do. I understand it from a, a professional from side. From a business standpoint. But from a team standpoint, yeah. the team needed him. Unless the lawyer says... <sighs> NFL, yeah. suspend him, yeah. and the hand is forcing you have no choice, yeah. then do so. Right. But if we would have had Antonio Brown, that means more first downs. That means less punts, you know, yeah. that, uh, to, uh, less punts to the opposition team. But I'm going to say this. Bill Belichick needs to start paying players more. We need the best. Even though our defense was great, we did not have an elite pass rusher. Right. We need an elite pass rusher. We need to reconstruct everything about our organization. And for the Patriots to be relevant for the next 10 years, we're going to have to figure out the salary cap era. We were able to get away with it because the excellence is six Super Bowls. No, right. you guys want to get paid. Right. We're going to have to start sacrificing that.
1: Especially on the offense. And, or sorry, especially on the defense is what I meant yes. to say. Especially on the defense. And on
0: the offense. We need, I love Edelman, for everything Edelman does for the Patriots, but we need elite yeah. Talent at receiver.
1: Well yeah, because you saw what happened this year when we were down a few receivers and Edelman's our number one, which he should not be. Mm-hmm. He gets doubled, and then who do you got? Dorsett.
0: That's it. Like we don't we didn't even have a tight end this year.
1: No tight end.
0: And that's not even talk about it O line. It's crazy.
1: <sighs> yeah, bro. Brady had no time to even breathe. And I was actually down at a game this year. I got to go down to Boston and that watch was a game. Kansas City game. No, man. I went to Giants. I uh, it was a, a Thursday night game. Against the Giants. We won that game, huh? We won that yeah. game. It was hype. But it um you know, I could even see even in that game against a shitty team, we were struggling at one point. Yeah. It was and that's when I kinda knew it's like, Okay, this season's gonna be tough, man. Everything's kinda going against us. Mm-hmm. But it is what it's sports at the end of the day. You, you you have to surround Brady with some weapons and by letting Antonio Brown go, I don't know. I don't think it was an it's easy. hindsight's 2020, 20, right? Because mm-hmm. he didn't get charged or it all kind of just went away. But I think they've dealt with so many problem receivers in the past that, they, like, you know... They could have
0: dealt with this. They, yeah, but
1: no, I think they were just like, we want nothing to do with him. And I don't know if you've been watching Antonio Brown's antics just in general. He's losing it, eh? She's a bit, he's, like... This is a bit of a liability. You don't want a a head case on your team. I'm not saying he's not one of the best, if not the best, receiver in the league Mm -hmm. right now. But that's a problem, bro. You can't just have a guy who's out here like...
0: Acting like that. I don't
1: know what's going on, bro. Like Maybe it was that hit... Vontaze Perfect Maybe (laughs) I don't know what it was He hasn't been right since bro Yeah
0: people say CTE But Oh boy
1: I think the ego Just got to him man I think the ego Just got to him I think he really Just reached a point Where he knows He should be number one But that's That's a downfall man That's Mm -hmm. when You want someone Like a Julio Jones Who just goes Balls out A
0: Larry Fitzgerald man
1: A Fitzgerald Just a professional It's like You you want players like this Who are just like Humble do you think instead, you know, the Patriots, when they brought in a, a Chad Ochocinco, doesn't work out. Doesn't work out. When, you, when, you, when you bring in like, you know, these superstars who are supposed to, the only time it ever really worked out, in my opinion, is Randy Moss, the oh, greatest right. receiver of all time, in my personal opinion.
0: I think so, too. I think... People are going to give us some flack about that.
1: Uh nah, Jerry Rice. Just I, a, Jerry Rice the hardest worker, probably the most consistent player, but I think raw talent, wide receiver yeah. – I would not want anyone else to just chuck a ball down the field. And how to. much
0: was this for you? Like a 4-2? Four 4-2, two? Four
1: two, yeah. Unofficial, but yeah, because he didn't even do the combine.
0: And his later years, probably maybe what, a 4-3 or 4-4? Four four?
1: And what people don't realize, he played injured half the time. His hamstrings were all fucked up because when you're that fast, <laughs> yeah. you're just always oh, injured, you're bro. Just,
0: you're just hurt. Yeah,
1: you're just hurt, but he, like, 23 touchdowns in 07. Crazy.
0: Like As a receiver. as a, Like, what? They should have given him a co-MVP. I can't it believe. It hurts. He never won a ring. It hurts.
1: That breaks my heart, man. Breaks my heart.
0: Crazy. But let's see how next year goes. Yeah. I kind of like our backup quarterback.
1: <laughs> Bro, don't talk to me about backup quarterback because we should have Lamar Jackson right now. You know we should have drafted him. We were supposed to draft him. Were we Every- supposed to? Yeah, 100%, bro. Oh. Lamar Jackson was who we were going to draft. And yeah. and then I guess we just didn't. I don't know what happened. It would
0: crazy, actually. Because we would have been able to reconstruct that offense. And,
1: bro, Brady grooming that guy. It's like, yo, yo, yo. He we loves know Brady. you can run. We know you can run. You're going to run. But let's work on some of your throwing mechanics, and make you the best quarterback to ever play, which he could be. But right now, I think Lamar Jackson is going to get injured before he gets to that.
0: You think they're going to win the Super Bowl? Who do you got in the Super Bowl this year?
1: <sighs> I got I got Baltimore, man. They're just unstoppable on all fronts.
0: So you think Baltimore's not going to lose to Kansas City? No. I don't think so, too.
1: Kansas City does not have the juice. They barely beat our shitty Patriots.
0: I agree. Do you think... Uh
1: barely beat... Like, the refs beat them.
0: I think one team that can beat Baltimore is San Francisco. Yeah, they're nice. And the fact that Baltimore beat them the first time, the adjustments... For the Super Bowl, with the nerves, mm-hmm. it's going to be a way much more closer game, and it could go either way. 100%. And I, I just like the offense for San Francisco in games like this.
1: 100%, bro. I almost forgot that we were in a podcast, because I could talk Patriots all day. All day, day long. <laughs> Let's wrap this up, brother. Yes, sir. I, I'd love to have you on again. We could just keep chatting, keep sharing our journey, our progress. Amen. Before I let you go, I'm going to do rapid fire five questions okay. to close out the podcast. I okay. do this with everyone. Um If you had to pick one form of entertainment content for the rest of your life, but that's the only one you could do, whether it be acting, this, that, blah, 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 what would you pick?
0: Definitely, definitely being a hype man. Hype man. Definitely being a hype man.
1: Love it. What's your best dining experience in Ottawa ever? (sighs) (laughs) Looks over to his girl. (laughs) Ah. Damn, on, bro. You love the city. You love the uh, food. Think of a time where you went out, or
0: even if you ordered in, some fast food where it was just Man, it, I'm going I'm to I'm I'm say this live. Going to the Smoke Shack was crazy. The Smoke me. Shack, huh? I just didn't think we could eat that much great bomb ass <laughs> southern barbecue food. I'll love say, it. I'll say Smoke Shack right now. Love it. Oh, never mind. Evo. Evo. Evo was lit. The Greek food, right? Oh, my yeah, God. I, I've the, never been there. The, the lamb? Dank, huh? Hands down, dank. Okay.
1: Dank. Uh, you've watched The Avengers, right? Yeah. Which Avenger would you be?
0: <laughs> Black Panther. Black Panther, All huh? day. Love All it. Day. You know what? Um, Black Panther, Captain America, yeah. Spider-Man.
1: No, but if you had to pick one, Black Panther, huh?
0: <sighs> I'd like to see.
1: See, yeah. I took you as a Tony Stark. I don't yeah, know. Yeah. I just thought in my head, that was just me, yeah. what
0: I thought from hearing you talk. Just like... I could see myself being Iron Man. Yeah, but to me,
1: I'm like me. I feel like I'd be like Hulk. I like that. You know, you're a big guy. I'm a big ass guy, but I'm also like you know, I'm a big teddy bear. Yeah. You know? yeah. Yeah, yeah. Um, besides Will Smith, who's your favorite actor?
0: Oh, besides Will Smith, boy. Um, okay. Right now, can I tell you right now? Yeah. I I I'm obsessed with, Damsim Idris.
1: Oh man, Elba.
0: Uh, Damson... No, Damson Idris. Oh, I thought you said Idris Elba. No, Idris Alba, I Damson missed the Idris. Damson. Damson Idris. I don't even plays, know who that is. He plays Snowfall. Okay. I'm just obsessed with his acting. Dope. Um, I'm going to tell you a few more people that I... And those are from the shows I've been watching. Okay, I, these are
1: TV actors or, or TV. show... uh, Movie.
0: They play in movies too. Okay, okay. They play in movies too. I don't know who Damson really Idris. Like. On my hard work, I just feel like the last season of Power the masterpiece that he's been doing yeah. shout out to tommy though i can't forget about him great actor um too. denzel for sure mm-hmm. hands down all right i like denzel you can't you can not, not say denzel and idris Elba as well yeah uh luther oh, i love luther like idris Elba and yeah. luther too. i like it those just, uk shows me too it's just it's unreal to me yeah how great he is as an actor
1: fantastic and uh last question biggest goal of 2020
0: man I'm gonna tell you this. My biggest goal for 2020 is making sure my brother goes to prep school and really stays healthy the whole year. My biggest goal for this year is seeing my brother go to the United States and try to and try to be healthy. Love it. That's that's all I want. Love it. My brother to play nine to ten games high school football, not get hurt Mm -hmm. or hopefully not no major injuries. Absolutely, he bro. he just balls out and he gets a D1 offer. That's my goal for this year. Not even my personal stuff.
1: I love, I love how selfless you are, man. And that just shows how humble you are, how much you think of others. And, you know, it might not even sound like that when people are first listening to you. Yeah. Most popular guy in Ottawa. Yeah. But then, hopefully by the end of this podcast, they realize that you're actually a humble, genuine, authentic dude. Shout out your social media for people to follow. Any Anything you want to promote right now before we end off the
0: podcast. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Shout out to Cash Boy Reg. That's my Instagram handle, aka Ottawa's most popular man, and uh, aka o. T. Poppy. You know how it is. I got, that from, Poppy. I got that from the goat jersey, my <laughs> big brother. Um, shout, out to, shout out to my family. Shout out to everybody in my family. Shout out to my, my friends. Shout out to Samina. Shout out to Mama Francis. Shout out to uh, Sammy's Kitchen. Shout out to Baby Cash, my broski. Shout out to Yusuf, Evans, Robert. All right. Thanks for coming. I can go on.
1: (laughs) Thanks for coming on the It's Not That Deep podcast, brother. And remember to everyone listening, it's not that deep. It is not that deep. Never that deep. Later. (laughs) Thanks, (laughs) thanks, brother. Thank you, bro. Thanks for listening to another episode of the It's Not That Deep podcast. For access to exclusive articles and content, please head over to www.itsnotthatdeeppodcast.com. And to help me grow this thing to the next level, Here's what I need you to do. Go ahead and subscribe to my podcast on all platforms, wherever you listen, and share with all your friends and family on all social media. And please leave a rating as well. Remember, it's not that deep.